Happy Wednesday. Hey, everybody. How's it going? This is your host, Chelsea Lee Rock, again for another episode of The Confidence Queen. I am a former actress, former fitness model, now turned coach, author, writer, and talent agent. And I am super excited to talk a little bit more today about keto. So last week, I had kind of dived in, or dove in, dive in? (laughs) I, I dove in to talking a little bit about why I like keto, but I want to go a little deeper and I want to continue. This is part two of what I was talking about last week on just really why I think it's important to listen to your body, what works for you, what doesn't, and how it kind of applies to emotional and physical because it's all connected. So let's just jump right on in. I'm going to be drinking my coffee. I don't know about y'all, but I might have some coffee breaks here and there. Okay. So I first want to just chat and ask you guys, I want you to really, really think, I mean, the purpose, part of the reason why I started this podcast was because so many people had said, you have so much information you're not sharing with the world. And I do videos, right? I, I build a business on it and I've been an actress for many years and I love it. And I didn't see myself doing a podcast because I just didn't see myself kind of doing that behind the scenes work or whatever. But it's interesting because it's not behind the scenes. It felt like that to me. So what I started doing was I started doing these videos and I was like, you know what? I'm going to share what I've learned on these podcasts. So my podcast is a little different. My podcast is a little bit shorter. Usually my podcast is anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes, but I like it that way. That works for me. And obviously if you're listening, it probably works for you too. So I just want to go dive right in right now to... What in your life, I'm going to ask you the first question, what in your life do you think if you just had one tiny little shift, like a two millimeter shift, everything would change? Everything, your relationships, your health, maybe you're single right now and you don't want to be single or maybe, you know, you've been struggling with your health forever and you're like, you've got that extra 20 pounds or maybe you have a little bit of a, a, you know, beer gut. And you're just like, this is not what I thought I'd have it. 35. (laughs) I mean, whatever it is, right? But a lot of us, we don't actually know how to change the problem. We don't actually know how to fix the situation. Otherwise, we would do it. If it was easy, everyone would do it. So I want to kind of tie that into keto. The reason I picked doing keto in the first place was because it worked for me. I started intermittent fasting and I loved it. I noticed I had way more energy and just a lot more alertness, you know, like mentally I was really, really alert. And actually that's one of the benefits of doing keto is becoming really alert because you're using different kind of brain power. You're actually training your brain to work on, you know, not taking the carbs and the sugar and having those lows that you have when you have carbs, but actually using the, um, the fat because your brain is actually 70% fat. It's actually 70 or 80. I have to check that. I'm actually, actually quite sure. And by the way, you guys, in this podcast, no one is paying me for any of this stuff I'm talking about. Um, you, I would definitely would talk to your doctor before you consult or you start something that you sh- don't know if you should start. This is just my personal opinion and my own, you know, my own experience with it. So anything I take, understand that you need to see if it works for you. So the reason I picked keto, like I said, was because it felt really, I felt really good on it and I had a lot of energy. And the thing I noticed was that 
when I had gotten diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I had such little energy and I wasn't eating gluten. I actually wasn't eating gluten, but I'd eat other things, you know, that were gluten-free like rice or gluten-free oats or anything. And I noticed that when I went grain-free, I started to feel really amazing. And so I picked to go grain-free. Now, again, that's, that's totally what everybody feels good on. Some people love being vegetarian. Some people love um, paleo. You know, it just depends on what works for you. What I want to share with you, though, I think is really important, is the element that connects the brain and the mind together. I talked about this a little bit last week, and that is your brain, the thoughts of the, of the brain are the language that it speaks. So the language is the thoughts of your mind or your brain. The language of the body is emotions. So when we don't connect those, we have what you call an incongruency or a disconnect. And that's why a lot of people, when they feel sick or in pain, it's usually because something, you know, isn't connecting the body correctly, or you caught something, you know, and you and just, it's flu season, whatever. But also there's the other part, which stands when people say dis-ease, it's like disease. So when we're at dis-ease or we're stressed, like stress can literally kill you, you guys. It's so bad. And trust me, I have it too. We all let stress get to us sometimes. And then what happens is we pile up all this stuff and then it comes through in our emotions. That's why we eat too much. We eat, we emotionally eat, or it could be none of those. Maybe we don't emotionally eat at all. Maybe we eat and we think like, oh, I'm eating a balanced diet. I'm eating like, you know, three solid meals. I'm having all of my grains and proteins and fats and everything I'm supposed to have, but you're, it's not working for your body. So this podcast today is really about what is working for you and what's not. And that's what I'm tying together is the element of in your physical with emotional. So what's working for you in your life? What do you feel like? I'm going to take a second and let you just have this moment. What is working for you in your life where you just are like, I've got it. It could be anything. What are you really, really good at? Maybe you're a fantastic cook. Maybe you're a really good kisser. Maybe you are super good at cleaning whatever. You're a good, you're really thorough. You're a really good, thorough cleaning type of person. What is it that you just rock at? I want you to take a second to think about this. The reason this is important is because we go through our day often not realizing how much we have to be not only grateful for, but also we have inside of us that we're really, we really excel at. There's things that we aren't good at, but if you talk to most people in the personal development world, they'll tell you to strengthen your strengths, not to weaken your weaknesses or strengthen your weaknesses, but rather strengthen your strengths. And the reason they say that is because you always want to improve where you're already good at because you start to excel. And when you start to excel, automatically those other things start to elevate. Why is that? Well, because if you think about it, if you hang out with people you're not supposed to hang out with, you know, the whole evil company corrupts bad behavior mindset, what that comes from is that one thing isn't going to tear them down, it's going to tear you down because you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. It's the same thing with elevation of weaknesses and strengths. If you have all these strengths, the little weaknesses, the little problems are going to elevate. 
It's the same thing with your body and your mind and your food. So if you're eating right and you're feeling good, you're going to look good. So what's working, what's not working? Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself what is working and what is just like, just, oh, there's like something that comes up for you all the time. Maybe it's that you want to quit smoking. Maybe it's that you just, you really want to get it right in a relationship. I mean, you are the only person who knows what that is for you. And the reason I ask this is because it's something that I often think about. You know, what's working, what's not working, how am I improving? Because then I go one step further. And then I ask myself, well, am I actually putting forth the effort that I want to create what I want? With the reason I pick keto with keto, it's it's something that I'm excited and I'm having fun with because I like to look at it more as like a creativity thing. Like with my food, I get to do these fun creative things and I can't do gluten anyway. So it kind of eliminates a lot of um, breads and pastas and things like that. So for me, doing keto is pretty simple. I really like cheese. I like meat, drink a little bit of wine occasionally. And so that fit my lifestyle. And in doing so, I'm also realizing that I'm seeing myself start to, you know, transform into back into the shape that I want. So it's kind of the same thing with our mindset. Where are we staying stuck in our life that we want to transform into something else? We want to transform. And I don't want to say back because I don't really like to think of going back to something because that's kind of looking at life like we have to go backwards instead of forwards. So where would you like to change your life when you feel like, okay, it's not working? Because there's something that comes up for all of us. And everybody everybody handles it differently. I want to give you guys three things. I want you, that's The reason I'm starting this the way I am is because I want you just to get your, your wheels turning, your thoughts happening, you know, just get that thought in your mind. Like, what is going on? What's working? What's not? Now I want to talk a little bit about what to do. So there's two big things I want to share with you. And the one big thing that you can do right now is I love to say this is really important. And I'm going to probably say this a few times because if you hear it six or seven times, it'll start to be retaining. You'll start to retain it. So number one is what can you do in 60 seconds or less? I was listening to a podcast years ago before podcasts were even like a thing. It was like probably six or seven years ago is just becoming a thing to listen to podcasts. And this guy, I don't even remember his name. And he said, what can you do in 60 seconds or less? And I loved it. I just loved it. I thought it was really powerful. And I wrote it down and I still apply that to my day and my life now. It could be something so small. Maybe it's taking out the trash, but you are going to wait to take out the trash because you're going to do it later and you've got other stuff to do. Like when you take out the trash at that moment that you think to do it, you're actually changing your behavior because you're stopping the procrastination. You're stopping that procrastination gene or whatever you want to call it that's coming up for you. So if this is something that that you're not doing, I recommend doing it and just trying it. You know, maybe it's something really small, like, oh, I got to go run downstairs and and grab this or, oh, I have to call that person. But, you know, I'm going to wait. No, don't wait. Just call them right now. Because every time we think something in our mind or our brain, there's a reason why it came up. Maybe we're supposed to call them right at that moment. Maybe we're supposed to connect with somebody right at that second. But we don't think about it because we're like, oh, I'll just wait. 
But that's not how we need to do life. We can't go on life waiting. We can't go on life thinking like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this later. Ooh, did you guys hear that? That was my leg popping when I moved my leg. <laughs> so I really want you to think about how these little things in life can shift you into who you want to become. It's that two millimeter shift. I talked about that earlier, right when I started. And the two millimeter shift is basically that little tiny, tiny little pull or push in one direction that is different from what you're doing now. The reason I picked keto and the reason I did that was because I wanted something different. I feel really good on it and I get really fun with the creativity of it. And I kind of do, I kind of make my own way. I kind of do my own thing with it. I still drink kombucha, which is like a total no-no on keto. You guys do that. And if you didn't know that, and you know, there's just a bunch of things that I'm not, you know, not supposed to eat, but I, but I do, and I kind of do what works for me. And that brings me to my second point, which is you need to do things that work for you. You need to do things that work for your body and for your time schedule and for things that you want to create. And it's okay to live a life that people don't understand. It's okay to live differently than your peers or the people that went before you. Like you get to walk this path for you at the same time, also realizing that like, what are you here for? What are you doing? I mean, we're all here to grow. We're all here to learn. We're all here. We're all here for a reason. So what are you doing with that time? What, how are you back to my first question? You know, how, what's not working? How are you fixing what's not working? How are you taking those blocks away? The second tip I want to bring to you now is to eliminate some of those blocks. I want you to just imagine what it's like literally in your mind. Close your eyes. If you can't close your eyes, just focus as much as you can. And I want you to think about what would it be like to take away that literal block, that literal brick off your chest, whatever it is. What would it feel like to actually see that thing, that goal, that that dream, that vision, whatever that is for your life, for your, and let's not even go as far as your life, your, your month, your year. What, what is that for you? So many of us keep procrastinating because we don't want to be wrong. We don't want to take on an extra thing. We don't want to spread ourselves too thin and we shouldn't spread ourselves too thin. But what are you doing taking up that time instead of matching your goal? Because there's always a reason why we do something. So if you're putting something in place of another, it's because it's because of something. It's because you're procrastinating. It's because you're a little bit nervous. Maybe you're afraid to see what happens. Maybe you're afraid to win. Maybe you're afraid to lose. Maybe you're afraid of the fear of success. Or maybe it's the fear of rejection. I know I struggled with the fear of success for so many years. And that's why I, I really didn't push myself in areas after acting. You know, when I got sick, I was in a real funk. I mean, really a, a true funk. Like I literally would lay in bed till like 1030. And for me, that's late. I'm an early riser. So I created habits that I didn't like. I created patterns that weren't serving me. And in order to shift out of them, what I had to do was I had to take myself back into the driver's seat and say, what's not working? What can I do differently? How can I remove those blocks? So literally envision yourself removing that block. And if you don't have time or you're in the car and you can't close your eyes, go back to this later and ask yourself how to do that. 
Because most of the time we know what to do, we just don't know how to do it. Or we're just afraid to see what it's like to actually envision that. Okay, this brings me to my last point. And my last point is, what is it like for you to actually see yourself becoming the person you want to become? Because a lot of the times there's a push-pull thing where we want to do something and it's like 50 to 60%, the other 50 or 40% is pushing us the other way. And we stay in that state because we're like, you know what? I don't know how to get past this. I, it's just too much work. And it keeps us stuck. And stuck is, is the worst thing in the world. I mean, I think of stuck, stuck is like, it's like a dirty word. And, and the reason it's a dirty word is because we have to take out, like, it's okay to be stuck. Now, is it okay to stand still? Sure, sometimes it's okay to do that, but it's not okay to be stuck. That's always, in my opinion, always going to be a negative word because we don't want to look at something and think, I can't move forward. So take that block off of yourself. Take that from yourself and say, I'm not going to be stuck anymore. And even if it's a small baby step, sometimes life can be so daily that just the baby steps are big for us. And that and that's okay. Baby steps are steps. And you're moving forward and you're doing something. So back to my story on keto. If you guys are interested or if you have recipes or if you do keto, message me, leave a comment, comment below, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I would absolutely love to know how, how your journey's going, what you're doing, what you're creating. Also remember that 70% of your serotonin is in your gut. And that when you are doing keto or anything, I mean, I'm just picking that one, but paleo or whatever, you're actually changing the chemical kind of, I don't want to say, I guess balance, chemical balance in your body. You're actually changing it so that you're fixing whatever needs to be fixed, whether that's a weight thing or maybe you have an autoimmune. I mean, whatever that is. And it works for you. And look, guess what? You're going to get results. It's the same thing in life. When we start changing those things, start eating right, start changing our mindset, it's all connected. The emotions, the body, it's all going to be congruent and in alignment. And when you're in alignment, things start happening, things start working. That's when you're ready. So again, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on Instagram at Chelsea Lee Rock. I hope you have an amazing day and tune in next week.